Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. What's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, we are very excited that you guys are here. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. So Way excited. to show some um, excitement for the spooky babe. That's that's just my... What is it? Shtick? <laughs> Emotionless or chaotic? There is no in between. That's me, baby. Emotionless and chaotic. <laughs> Today is uh, true crime versus Hollywood. Hollywood. So our topic this week mm-hmm. is the backpacker murders versus the movie Wolf Creek. Yes. Why did you say that like you were unsure? Because we watched Wolf Creek yesterday. No, I just thought it was funny because you like leaned in. Like you almost forgot the name of the movie. <laughs> but yes, it'll be the story. Catherine's going to come. I don't know anything about the true crime story. That's the way Catherine likes it to keep me in the dark. So. So that you might be surprised. <laughs> I know. I do like if it. You, then... If you know all about the true crime It'll end up being that you'll just be blasé. <laughs> Blah. Be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Yeah. yeah. Of me I read that. Away. I read that when I researched what? it. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like what I call the what the fuck moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say something and, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> or some variation of it. You don't have to swear. But you probably yeah, will. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Of the potty mouth of this relationship. Sure, sure. <laughs> I am. Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to fight you on being the bigger potty mouth. <laughs> Just fight you right now. <laughs> Put up them dudes. <laughs> so Catherine's going to bring you the yes. true crime story that I don't know about. Per usual. Yeah, per usual. She's gonna explain what the fuck happened yes. in the in the real world. And if and it then, relates at all to the movie, and then we'll talk about the movie. <laughs> and then we'll talk about the movie and then or then I'll yeah, we'll talk about the movie and then I'll, you know, bring you Haley's head facts as normal. <laughs> and see where it compares, you know? Yeah. So let's dive right in. <laughs> all right, head first. Head first. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna be going back to Australia. 
um, in the mid-1990s. In Australia, hitchhiking was all the rage and uh, it was even considered safe. Um, And often they were traveling in pairs. Uh, So people hitchhiked all the time. They didn't see any problem with it. I don't know how you said that it was the whole rage to like hitchhike. Like it was like, oh my God, you want to go hitchhiking later? Yeah, we're going to go hitchhiking across Australia. Like going (laughs) to some party. Like that's like the thing to do. So on September 19th, 1992, two runners discovered a body in Belongolo State Forest. And the following morning, the police located another body about 98 feet away from the first. Uh, They were identified as Carolyn Clark and Joanne Walters, who had disappeared in April of 92. They weren't found until September of 92. Joanne was stabbed, and Caroline had been shot several times in the head. Uh, (laughs) Talk about double tap. After a five-day search... What? I said talk about double tap. Right, right exactly. Um, after a five-day search in that same area, nothing else was found at that time. In October of 93, Bryce Pryor, he found a human skull and a thigh bone in the same forest. When the police arrived, they discovered um, and identified two bodies in that surrounding area. Dev, uh, Deborah Everest and James Gibson. So they were really surprised by Gibson's remains even being found in this forest because his backpack and his camera and everything that he had on him was actually found a hundred kilometers north at Galston Gorge. And so it was weird that his body was all the way over here when his items were all the way over there. Right. You know what I mean? On November 1st of 1993, a skull was found in a clearing in the forest, same forest, by a police officer named Jeff Trichter. It was identified as Simone Schmidl, I believe is how you say the last name. (laughs) Wait till you get further in. Uh, She was last seen January 20th, 1991, which means she had been gone for over almost two years there was clothing at the scene that was not simone's uh, but it matched another missing backpacker and her name was anya and this is another last name that i don't know how to say ab shahid i think ab simone was found to have died from numerous stab wounds and the bodies of Anya and her boyfriend, Gabor Nugabauer. Again, don't know if I said it right. Um, <laughs> I looked it up, but I'm not sure if I said it right. Uh, they were found just two days later in a shallow grave near Simone. Um, they had also been shot and stabbed. Damn. There were a ton of similarities to all of these murders, but they didn't have anyone who might have actually done it you know like they didn't know who it was correct yeah all of the bodies were discovered near a campsite and there were shell casings that were all from the same gun near all the victims these victims had 
injuries from being stabbed, shot, being stabbed post-mortem, being decapitated, um, and they showed signs of strangulation, strangulation and severe beatings. So, torture. Tor- yeah, torture. On November 13th, police received a call from a man named Paul Onions, which he has the best name Paul in the world. Onions. Oh. Onions, yeah. Hmm. Uh, he was backpacking in Australia in J- on January 25th of 1990 in that same area, and he accepted a ride from a man named Bill. He- Bill had pulled a gun on him, and Paul had escaped out of the vehicle and flagged down another car, and and they both, the, the driver of that car and Paul, reported it to police. So Paul is hearing about all of these people who have been murdered and is like, that sounds a lot like the guy who tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. So he's, he brings that up to the police. In 1994, police carried out raids over about seven properties and took three men into custody. One of these men uh, was 49-year-old Ivan Malat. It's either Malat or Malay, <laughs> but I think it's Malat. Uh, he was charged with... At the time, he was charged with armed robbery and discharging a firearm. He also became a suspect in these murders. Mm-hmm. Police had learned that he had served prison time in 1971 when he was charged with the abduction of two women and the rape of one. Ivan was also known to be obsessed with guns. Obsessed. Obsessed. He had a very big arsenal in his house. All that kind of stuff. But the charges of the rape of two women, uh, the the abduction of two women and the rape of one were dropped. He had driven a Nissan patrol truck that he sold after Caroline and Joanne, the first two, had been been, uh, found. Their bodies were found. So he sold that truck real fast. (laughs) Because Paul had a connection with these murders, um, he actually came back. He was from Britain. He came back to uh, Australia. To help solve the murders or to assist in the investigation. On May 5th, 1994, Paul positively identified Ivan as the man who picked him up and tried shooting him. When he was originally arrested through the raid, they found his arsenal and they found a 22 caliber rifle that matched the casings of the murders in the forests. He also had in his possession at his home, like a big dumbass, clothing and camping equipment and cameras from several of the victims. Hmm. Why would he have that if he did not murder them? (laughs) Come on now. He found it and thought it was cool. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He was charged with robbery at first. Like I said, when he was, when they raided him, he was charged with robbery. And at first he didn't submit any kind of plea like he was guilty or not guilty. But on May 30th, he was also charged for the murder of the seven backpackers. On March of 1996, the trial finally began. And Ivan was still in custody from when he was uh, picked up. So the trial lasted only 15 weeks. And his lawyer argued that there was no proof, no matter how much evidence that he had in his home, that he had done the murders or he had taken part in the murders. And he started trying to shift the blame to people who lived with him or other family members in his house. Mm -hmm. On July 27th of 1996, 
jury uh the jury found ivan guilty of the murders um and also attempted murder false imprisonment and robbery of paul so for each of those three against paul he was he received six for each of them so a total of 18 years for paul and then life sentences for each of the murders all seven of the murders all of the sentences will be running consecutively without a possibility of parole so he has a life sentence on top of a life sentence for seven life sentences plus 18 years. So he's kind of fucked. Um, <laughs> Jesus. On his first day in Matling, uh, Matling Gaul, which is the, I think it's the prison, he was beaten up by another inmate. And then about a year later, he attempted to escape with another convicted drug dealer and a former Sydney count, uh, counselor, George Savanas. Uh, George was found hanging in his cell the next day and Ivan was transferred to max security because they failed to escape. Ivan tried to appeal his convictions for the murders um, and for Paul Onion. So uh, he tried to get the, uh, tried to appeal his conviction due to the poor quality of legal representation, but the application was dismissed uh, because obviously... There was nothing wrong with his legal representation. (laughs) On January 26th of 09, he cut off his little finger with a plastic knife. Little pinky finger. And he he had the intentions of sending it to the high court to appeal his conviction again. (laughs) But he he was taken to the hospital and then returned to prison after they figured out that the pinky could not be reattached. He had also swallowed razor blades and staples and other meadow objects in prison, but he is still alive, awaiting death in prison today. But he is some sort of psychopath who will swallow fucking razor razor blades and staples and cut off his pinky with a plastic knife. That's gotta hurt. Like, how long has he been cutting his pinky off? Like, That's at least through, like, two lunch periods. (laughs) Right? Like, I'm so confused. Like, shit, man. (laughs) I know. It's not a big one because, I mean, it's seven people, but we don't really know what happened to the seven people except for the seven people. And Ivan. And Ivan says he's he's innocent. Bullshit. Well, I'm just saying you don't have the gun that killed them and their clothes and their camping equipment and their cameras if you didn't kill them. (laughs) <laughs> exactly like there's they were trying to they were trying to blame like the people that he lived with did he live with people yeah he lived with his family so like his brothers and stuff but the the guns were belonging to him i mean right. like the stuff was in his possession it wasn't in his brother's possession or anything mm-hmm. like that so so the movie the movie called wolf creek oh you know i was there was no wolves you know what? Also, advertisement. Right. There was no creek either. Yeah, but the place is called Wolf Creek, <laughs> and it's a real place. But it's actually so it's wolf, the way the movie spelled is like wolf, like W O L F, but it's actually W O L F E Creek. All right, the movie. The I movie. can't wait to get the ratings. I know. I was about to do that. Or do you want me to wait what? till the end because I also have the ratings for the other ones? Okay, fine. We'll wait till the end. It's fine. So Wolf Creek, the movie, it actually came out, well, it was released 
in the U.S. in Canada, December twenty fifth, two thousand five. Oh, I was like, oh, it qualifies as a Christmas movie. It was released on Christmas, December twenty fifth. Yeah, a lot of movies are released on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> They're you, not Christmas. Usually movies. Christmas movies. No, a lot of movies are released on Christmas because some families go to movies on Christmas. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny that it released on Christmas, okay? Like this dark ass movie was released on Christmas. Yeah, I feel like that's not one that you go with the fam to go see. <laughs> so I actually, I did like this movie. I don't know. I thought it was good. I want to watch the second one with you. Because it's going to be more bloody. I that I know. I'm a little fucked up in the head, yes I know, but I was like disappointed that there wasn't more. There was so much though. No, there was not. <laughs> there was not that much. I mean yes, but okay, for a normal person, I guess yes. There was enough. For I think me, yeah, I feel like there was, was enough desensitized to shit like this. I was bored. You <laughs> I was like I was like, I need more shit to happen. Like there were some parts, like, there were what? some parts where I was like, like, but yeah, like, yeah. I did feel like that a lot. I, you're right. I guess there could have been more, but I felt like there was enough blood to get through the story. Yeah, it left a lot to your imagination, which was how old horror used to be. Right, right. But yeah, it came out in 2005 on Christmas. Ooh. Fine. It was directed by Greg McLean. Well, written, screenplay, like, everything was done by this man. Oh. The synopsis is... Do do you want to do a synopsis and then I tell you what it is? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Ugly short guy and his two pretty girlfriends uh, go on a trip. (laughs) In their favorite rocket ship. Just kidding. In their favorite rocket ship. No. um, In this beat-up car... Uh, to go to Wolf Creek, mm-hmm. then their car doesn't start, and some guy in this big ass truck comes and helps them. But is he really going to help them? Probably not. So they go to his campsite, and he's going to fix his car. And uh, well, he does technically fix the car, but then he like tries to murder everyone. That's the, the price end. you got to pay for a fixed car, man. Right? <laughs> he did it for free. <laughs> I love short, ugly guy. I mean, he was. He wasn't even cute. And he was just as tall as all the other, the, the, his two girlfriends. So either the girls were really tall or he was real short. That was a great synopsis, Catherine. Thank that you. Was, that was, it was great. I'm getting much better at my synopsises. <laughs> synopsises. Synopsi. I think, I think the game that we played where I gave you the title and you had to come up with a synopsis. I think that I think that's what's helped you. That one I know, but that one was like didn't we lose that whole thing? I don't know, did we? The audio dropped out. Oh. So the spooky babies don't know about that, but we tried to do this a bonus spook. Yeah, we did this thing where like I wrote down like fifteen Yeah, you did lose it because I wrote fifteen yeah, you did lose it because I was 15. Yeah. Catherine just had to, like, guess the synopsis just off the title. Yeah, it was some bold content. So she showed me the cover with the title on it, and I'd have to guess the synopsis. Some of them I knew. Some of them I didn't know, and I still got it right. 
And then some of them I was crazy wrong, but probably would have been a good story too. <laughs> Scared of... Yeah, I was like making... I was said that you should have been people. a story writer. Yeah. A horror movie writer. <laughs> Scared anyway, of... So this synopsis... Anywho. The real synopsis. So the real city. synopsis is... Three backpackers of... find themselves hunted by a sadistic, psychopathic, xenophobic serial killer I know what xenophobic in the Australian means, outback. What is it? So basically it's a fear of foreign things. Like it, it's, it's either... It's a fear slash hatred of foreign things things that aren't like people from australia or like people from britain people yeah people from britain so i was like that makes so much sense on why the final person yeah was australian (laughs) yeah that makes much more sense why he was the final girl (laughs) yeah so basically the story follows Ben, Liz, and Christy. So Liz and Christy are from Britain. Mm-hmm. And then Ben is from Australia. Basically, the two girls from Britain, they came to Australia. They have this friend named Ben. I don't know if they just met him or what. But, like, they, he, they're all basically backpacking across to get to, I, I think, I forgot where they're trying to go. But Wolf Creek was just, like, a stop. And they were not allowed to stay. The signs all said, don't stay here. Yeah. There was a lot, a lot of warning. Because <laughs> they basically were going to the Wolf Creek Crater, which, like I said, is a real place. So they're they're driving, you know. They stop to get gas at this little rinky-dink little thing. Mm-hmm. They get to Wolf Creek, and their watches stop working. Which I did not pay attention to that part because I didn't remember that part. I just they talked about it afterwards, and I was like, "Oh, their watches aren't working. Weird." Yeah, <laughs> but basically, their watches stopped working. Their and then their car just stopped. Right. They wouldn't turn on nothing, right. and they were just stuck there. And then they see these headlights come in, and they're like, "Aliens! Aliens!" Yeah. <laughs> like, like they legit were like, "Oh my god, it's an alien!" And then Ben was like. Because the girls were like, let's go see like what it is. And he was like, no, it could be aliens. <laughs> right. But then when he sees that they're headlights, he's like, oh my god, it is a car. So they get out and they meet Mick Taylor. This extremely Australian man, which they make, they low-key like make fun of him. Yeah. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah, Crocodile Dundee and blah blah blah. He seems charismatic and nice. Like, He's just this bush man. Like he he lives out in the outback, like middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, tow their car to back his place, which he says is just down the road. Which to me, I don't know if I'm just abnormal, but down the road is like five minutes, ten max. Right. This man tows their car like hours south of where they are. Right. I mean, like they like, fell asleep. Yeah, I was gonna say they like the tow. Yeah, they <laughs> fell asleep. And wake up and they're still on the road. Like, right. red flags. Red flags. Red flags. <laughs> red flags, red flags. We're not going to six flags here, okay? Wrong red flag. <laughs> but but they're like, you know, like, they kind of, you can tell they're kind of nervous, but then they get to the final place, which is this, it's an old, like, abandoned mining shaft area that he mm-hmm. basically set up camp there. He's got, like, a warehouse and, like, a trailer 
and um it's like a junkyard too it looks like a junkyard basically yeah um but they're all sitting around the campfire you know getting along chit-chatting he seems like a good guy gives him water and then this is when ben like makes fun of him low-key for being like australian and he's like this ain't a knife this is a knife <laughs> like shit like that and then and the, the guy like the girls are like ben you're from australia why don't you sound like that oh yeah they're like they're they basically are admiring this man for actually sounding authentically australian right and they're making fun of ben like he's not a real australian man they're like why don't you sound like that right but the guy seems to not really appreciate that entirely and he is kind of creepy at that point right because with further questioning and everything ben's like so what do you actually do and he's like well if i told you that i had to kill you like and then, <laughs> what a, and then what they, a all, they all start laughing and it's like uh, he might actually okay. kill you <laughs> yeah next thing you know everyone just kind of like passes the fuck out Liz wakes up she's zip tied in a trailer yeah cool cool Yeah. it's like hands tied feet tied <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she does get out I thought she was gonna be the final girl. She was so smart. I know she was trying. She was doing all the final girl things, like distracting him, all mm-hmm. the things. Yeah, she distracted him by blowing up their car because he saw that he was tor- he was basically assaulting and like abusing her friend. Yeah, but basically the whole movie is just these two girls just trying to get away from this man. Yeah, and they're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. Running around. Christy, like I said, she was the one that was being tortured earlier. She basically gets left in the desert in the outback area while Liz goes back to get a car because Mm -hmm. this man, she's noticed, has a lot of keys and has multiple cars. So when she goes back, she actually finds like his stash of vehicles, vehicles, video cameras. All prior victims prior victims like newspaper clippings everything you finally think Liz is going to get away she starts the car and then Mick comes and destroys her hopes and dreams ends up cutting her fingers off with his oh, yeah. Bowie knife and he yeah. goes he go, she, she found like a pocket knife mm-hmm. it was Ben's pocket knife he, yeah, yeah. She whips it out at him, and he was like, and he's like, as your friend said earlier, that's not a knife, and then pulls out his, this is a knife, and that's when he, like, sliced her fingers off, and right. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, and then he's, like, telling her, like, this technique that he learned from war on how to, like, disable your enemies, and he, like, severs her spinal cord that part it's the it's the back and the legs for me man oh like like ankles like yeah they they like cut like the back of the ankle yeah that didn't happen in the movie but yeah no not in this one but i've seen it in like five different movies recently because i saw a bunch of horror movies in october oh yeah that's right yeah when they when they slice that achilles heel it's like achilles tendon yeah yeah the tendon yeah yeah so she's basically, that's the last we see of Liz. Yeah. 
she's just on the ground paralyzed and then we go to the shot of christy she's waking up the next day and yeah. she basically gets this guy to pull over this old man like Little grandpa and he's, he's like so i cute. got you i know he didn't deserve it but basically she gets in the car waiting for the old man to get back in the car and then you see him get shot by a rifle because this man like i said is psycho and he has an arsenal like he has everything Mm -hmm. like all all the types of things you'd ever need to hunt something hunt someone yeah (laughs) so the old man gets killed and then she realizes it and he is coming to get her basically and she's like oh my god like fuck 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 i gotta go so she goes and they have like this like fast and furious situation you know and then she finally is like ha 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 like i got you because he runs off the road but he has this fucking sniper rifle and blows her tire out and then she's crawling and then he shoots her kills her puts their bodies in the trunk sets that car on fire then we finally see ben yeah finally and we're like there's 10 minutes left of this movie right i was like ben could have really helped these girls i know if he had figured out some way to like you know wake up and get out of there <laughs> right there there's just like a lot of questions honestly yeah. because you just see like all these setups for things yeah. like um when you finally see ben he's like kind of nailed to the wall like crucified right. kind of way right and he gets out but there you see like this half-eaten man Mm-hmm. and there's like dogs and you're just like but they're in cages okay. yeah they're in cages so it's just like there's a lot of set up ways to actually seriously like hurt someone like kill people right. but you never see anything like really happen right so that's why I was like what the fuck but anyway um, Ben basically just gets out like he, he gets off the wall he pulls then, his, no he doesn't just get off the wall he pulls his wrists off the ugh, off the nail <laughs> that one yes. that one really got me <laughs> i was like whatever it, it wasn't even the it was like like mid forearm almost. almost where was it supposed to be <laughs> usually okay usually they have it like through the palms because that's like the crucified type way yeah. but he actually had him like almost like in the forearm or whatever right but it was so that he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't use his elbow to get out of the zip ties he had to he had to nail it further in because his arms were not only nailed they were zip tied on like the elbow forearm area so if he had his if he had his his wrist and everything to get, get the zip tie off he'd be able to move it better True. I think he thought that he was going to be able to. He was he was basically paralyzing him in that position by putting it higher on his arm. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, so basically, a painstakingly like few minutes scene. He pulls his arms off, and then he escapes into the desert. And then, lo and behold, he gets found by these tourists like driving along. And then me and Catherine are like, "Oh my God, is he the final girl?" <laughs> I was like, I did not expect Ben to be the final girl. <laughs> no one was ever convicted, and it just ends with Mick Taylor walking into the sunset with his rifle. Yeah, 
I I thought that so when I, when he was um when they were showing like the end where he was like going to court and stuff, I kind of thought that Ben was supposed to be Paul Onions. Yeah, because like, I mean, his name wasn't Paul Onions, but it was. It I I just thought maybe that since he was like one of the only survivors from this this guy that he was gonna put him away, but uh, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was not Paul mm-hmm. Onions. Okay, well that but was basically it did like for a sequel. <laughs> yeah, so they they did write a sequel, and there is a third one coming out in twenty twenty two. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. And there's also a series, like a TV show. I saw that. I didn't know anything about it until I didn't doing see it, like watch it, but I saw it when I looked up the movie. Now we'll get into the the fun stuff, just to, like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So the version that we watched, the movie that we watched, was actually the unrated version. Oh. You remember that weird scene where Christy wakes up in the bed with in the same bed with Ben? Yeah. They took that part out in the theatrical version because they said that it created romance confusion that was unnecessary. It did create a lot of confusion Which, for yeah. us too. Yeah, it was. And I, mean, so- I was confused because I feel like they had slept together and he was supposed to be with the other girl. Yeah, which they did kiss, but that was about it. Yeah, I think he didn't um, actually, I don't know. I thought there should have been more romance between them in like a weird love triangle situation. There yeah. wasn't time for that in the two hour movie though. So. <laughs> there wasn't time. There was no time for it. Yes, this movie was almost two hours long. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like if I think about it, not much happened. Yeah, I felt like it was really slow. I mean, I thought it was a good movie, but I thought it was kind of slow. It was slow. It was really slow. I feel like if it was like placed in like in like a house, like a really big house where he's chasing them around, you know, it would have been it felt more actiony, more maybe. You know, something like that. You know, like in Scream when he's chasing the kids through the house. Like Yeah. You know, those kinds of things make it for more action. I have a lot of fun facts. So the filming was it basically was filmed all in South Australia. Um, it was originally released January in two thousand five at the Sundance Film Festival. Okay. Um, it got its theatrical release in Ireland and UK in September of two thousand five, um, and then it had a general release in Australia in November of two thousand five, except for the Northern Territory. Because it was all out of respect for the pending trial surrounding the murder of Peter Valconio. Mm-hmm. If that's how you say his name. The movie did get mixed reviews. I could I could have told you that. <laughs> because a lot of people thought that it was too much. Too, too violent. Much. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people walked out during this movie because it was too much. It got criticized for realistic and unrelenting depictions of violence. I mean, I don't know if it's because it was 2005, but I'm like, Saw came out per 2000s, right? It was nominated for seven Australian Film Institute Awards, including Best Director. Wow, good job. In 2010, they were included in Slate Magazine's list of 100 best films of the decade. What do you think this budget was? I think the budget five hundred thousand more. 
I think the budget was eight hundred thousand. More. A milli. A milli. A milli. Yeah. So a million it was, dollars. So it was one point four million dollars in Australian dollars, but. What's that in our money? But in our money, it's one million twenty-five thousand five hundred and forty-nine dollars. Damn. How much do you think the box office? I have both for Australian and American. I would say they made a million two. That's it. They made more than that. Okay, fine. They made two million more. Mm-hmm. Five million more. Ten million more. <laughs> no way. <laughs> How much did they make? So in Australian money, they made $35 million. In U.S. money, they made $27.7 million. Damn. I did not give this one that much credit. (laughs) Maybe we should have talked about ratings before we talked about uh, money. (laughs) I know. I thought that was crazy. (laughs) The screenplay was originally written in 1997. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. The screenplay was originally written then. And it was just a straightforward slasher type of thing. But Greg McLean actually hated it. Like, he didn't like it. Yeah. And so he decided to rewrite it. It, And then uh, Mick Taylor, uh, he based on archetypical famous Australian exploits. Example, Steve Irwin. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Well, like they said in the movie, like Crocodile Dundee. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And it says combined with uh, darker national figures, like Malak, he said. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. But he drew inspiration from abduction of a British tourist, Peter Falconio, and Mm. the assault of his girlfriend, Joanne Lees. And this was by Bradley John Murdoch. Oh, the main inspiration was Ivan Milato, for sure. Right. Because uh, in the film, it contains several references to the crimes itself, but it only gave me one example, and it was the setting of Taylor's uh, mining camp. And the, oh. the naming of that mining company or whatever, it was, if I showed you it, it's basically Malat Ivan backwards. Oh, I see. So it's his name backwards, basically. Yeah. I see. So I thought that was, I was like, yeah, he's, it's really about that move then. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it was, this movie is considered low budget. Basically wanted to make a $5 million movie with just a hundred million, with, with just a million dollar budget. Mm, well. um, they did film it in, with HD cameras, but it was mostly handheld filming. Right. That makes sense. Very, very noticeable. Filming was over five weeks, and it was in the winter months in South Australia. The aerial shots of the crater are the actual Wolf Creek crater. I thought that was kind of cool. But they actually never went to it. Oh. Um, It said that several strange occurrences happened while filming this movie. It said one particular location that they were at had no rain for over six years. And as soon as they started filming, it rained for three days straight. <laughs> and wow, you guys, the, the film crew definitely got blamed for that, like ruining that streak of six years with no rain. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Another thing, so the the mine shaft area mm-hmm. 
a, a real life murder occurred there. It was a murder scene. So the locals, you? yeah, the locals actually were not happy about that. And they thought that they were filming a movie about that murder. Right. So it created like major controversy. That's crazy. John Jarrett, the guy that plays Mick, the bad guy, he went to the extreme to prepare for this role. Oh, what do you do? I love this when like actors do things weird like to prepare for roles. He spent weeks in the outback by himself and didn't shower for weeks. That sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No wonder why he was angry. Right? And then many of the action scenes, due to it being a low-budget film, were done by the actual actors. So oh, right. the scene of them, so there's all the scenes of them like running barefoot yeah they're running barefoot the girl that plays christy she um she actually had hundreds of thorns and needles like in her feet damn i was like oh god like you guys can't like give her like put some kind of like pads on the bottom so that they look like feet still like barefoot but like a little bit protecting give her like green socks and just green screen them on later since her torture scene's like the main like uncomfy part in the movie her screams and cries were so realistic that the crew members were very uncomfortable like some of the female crew members even started crying because it actually sounded like someone was being tortured yeah i mean i i was i was pretty uncomfy during that scene too Mm -hmm. like especially Mm -hmm. like the sexual things that he mentioned oh yeah with the ratings oh all right Okay, so what what would you give this movie, Catherine? What would I give this movie? Uh, or what do you think it got? Oh, uh, I think it got like a seven. And I think I'd give it like a six. Okay, I also would say a six. It got just above our rating. It got 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. And then uh, 50, 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Because there's also a Wolf Creek 2, okay. which I actually just recently watched. And I was telling you about it. It's way worse. Oh. Great. <laughs> um, a lot more shit. A lot more blood. It's yeah, right up your alley. Uh, I know, like I, it's what I wanted, but it also <laughs> was just like a lot. Right. But um, that also that one Wolf Creek two came out in twenty thirteen, and that also got a six point two out of ten. Oh, consistent. I was like, at least they're consistent. Right. We love a consistent queen. Right. Yes. And the, this I actually didn't know. There's a series on stars. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Wolf Creek, obviously, but it has two seasons and it ran from 2016 to 2017. That one actually got 7.2 out of 10. Wow. But that is that is Wolf Creek. Wow. So would you say that it is like or not like the murders that we talked about? The murders that we talked about? Considering we like we don't know what happened like to the backpackers, you know, right? I I can tell that it was like inspired at least I guess, but yeah, but I think it was pretty similar, right? But, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't like a ton of details about the Australian murders that we've done, at least that I could find. Um, well, I hope you guys enjoyed the backpack murders, backpacker murders versus Wolf Creek. And spooky babes, as you lay your little head down on your pillow tonight, do not go camping in the wilderness far away from people. Where there's no cell service. 
Right. Make sure you have some kind of cell service. GPS. Make sure there's like a ranger to cabin somewhere that can get you help. Something like that. Don't be in the middle of nowhere trying to camp you, live your camping dreams. <laughs> be smart about it. <laughs> and we will see you down under. Down under. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, we your, will see you. In your nightmares. <laughs>